Oh Lord, my God, when I am all so wonder, consider all that world and has has made. I see. The star, I hear the rolling thunder, the power throughout the universe display. Then sings my soul, my. How great Then sing, then sing my soul, my Savior God to be. When Christ shall come with shout of adoration and take me home with joy shall fill my heart then I shall bow in humble adoration selection coming from Minister Moore. He stepped right in. And Mother Johnson, who stepped out for a few minutes. But, uh, Lord Jesus Christ always has a ram in the bush, doesn't he? 
thank the Lord Jesus Christ for the song of praise. Uh, we do give honor to our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ this morning. We honor Mother Johnson and Mother Scudder. Uh, we honor Elder Renee Reynolds and Elder Sherman Warmington, Minister Willie Moore. Our very fine deacons and our fairest children, the saints of the Most High God, and our friends today, we praise the Lord Jesus Christ uh, for His goodness and mercy, His mercy that He shows to us. Uh, thank the Lord Jesus Christ for being able to go celebrate yesterday with. Stephen and his wife, for 25 years. Uh, that was, a, was a, a blessing. We didn't even see that one coming. Uh, in the sense that uh, we weren't planning for it. Kirsten did all the work. And uh, thank the Lord Jesus. I didn't even know she had, it, had that kind of drive. But <laughs> Shocked me. I said, okay. <laughs> and then when she got up and started talking, I said, oh, I didn't even know she could talk. And of course, uh, the Lord blessed. I thank the Lord Jesus Christ for Deacon Blackney. Uh, he drove us up. And I told him, I said, well, if we rent the van, then we would you drive? He said, yeah, he would do that. But I do realize. That riding in a car is pretty much not what I need to do these days, because you sit for you sit for two hours. I think it was about two and a half hours, three hours, and your body begins to calcify. The more you sit, the more your body calcifies, and I already know that about my body. If I keep my legs in one position too long. It's hard to move them, so I have to get up and move. And so, uh, and I, I want you, the young people to understand you need to move. You got to move. You got to keep moving. Uh, it doesn't matter, matter if you get 10,000 steps in as long as you get some steps in. Uh, I think that's the new, new line of thinking. But you have to move, move something. Move something. And the Lord Jesus Christ will bless. So I don't know about these long car trips anymore. We'll see. And I have to get up and run around the car a couple of times and get back in, maybe, and it work. But uh, we do thank the Lord Jesus Christ uh, uh, for those he sends uh, to help in the time of need. And I needed help. <laughs> and uh, so thank the Lord Jesus Christ for the black He's willing to do that. Um, and pray for those that are traveling. There's quite a few people traveling today. Uh, those that are sick. Mother Purdy went out sick today. So praise the Lord Jesus Christ will touch her body. Uh, this thing is going around. Whatever it is, I have no idea what it is. Uh, I know the norovirus is one thing that went around. And that's a stomach virus. You get that in many places. But it's highly transmittable. And of course, uh, they say the COVID has started up again, so 
not supposed to be too bad if you have the have the uh, the, the boosters and the shots. But the sh boosters and shots don't keep you from getting it. Uh, some people say, well, that's no, as long as I've been shotted up, I don't have to worry about it. No, that's not the situation. Uh, you still have to worry about getting it and pass it on to somebody else. So uh, that's why we wear our mask. I wear my mask because I'm being treated for cancer, so I need to be mask up. Now this room is not that bad because we have the fans on and the circulation is pretty high in here so but uh, where the ceilings are low I put my mask on and so I'm just hinting. Let's look this morning uh, at uh, a psalm, Psalm 98. It's, it's a short one. But it's kind of loaded. Uh, it's only nine verses. So we should be able to get through this real quick, right? I don't know. We'll see what happens. Oh, sing unto the Lord a new song. For he hath done marvelous things. His right hand and his holy arm hath gotten him the victory. The Lord hath made known his salvation. His righteousness hath he openly showed in the sight of the heathen. He hath remembered his mercy and his truth toward the house of Israel. All the ends of the earth have seen the salvation of our God. Make a joyful noise unto the Lord, all the earth. Make a loud noise and rejoice and sing praise. Sing unto the Lord with the harp, with the harp and the voice of a song. With a trumpet and sound of a cornet, make a joyful noise before the Lord, the King. Let the sea roar and the fullness thereof, the world and they that dwell therein. Let the floods clap their hands. Let the hills be joyful together before the Lord, for he cometh to judge the earth. With righteousness shall he judge the world and the people with equity. Thank you. I should just miss it now. Uh, if you use a title, I would say uh, take one from uh, Revelations where he says, I will I come quickly. And we'll get to that verse in a few minutes. Well, 22 and 7 it says, Behold, I come quickly. Blessed is he that keepeth the sayings of the prophecy of this book. Uh, this is a very simple song, and if you have a Schofield, you can look at it, and it does say, all it says is a song. It doesn't give you anything else about it. It doesn't give you a name of the person who wrote it. Uh, you know, most of them say uh, Cora or somebody like or David and somebody else uh, wrote it, but this one just says a song, and the other ones, if you look at it, Psalm 95 and 97 don't say a psalm. It just says Psalm 97 and 95 and 96. But this one just says a psalm, which is kind of strange. But uh, the whole idea of this psalm, it really just encompasses all of what Jesus has done in this earth. And he gives a warning at the end of it. <laughs> He says, I come quickly. 
with to borrow a verse from Revelations 22:7, he says, "Before the Lord." And this is coming from verse number nine. Uh, before the Lord, for he uh, cometh to judge the earth. Uh, and he says, with righteousness shall he judge the world and the people with equity. It's going to be even. Uh, and for all of those who understand what equity is, you're not going to be a favorite to one or the other. He's going to judge. And he's going to judge the world in righteousness. Uh, so it behooves us to keep the prophecy of this book. Uh, the first verse says, uh, Sing unto the Lord a new song. Uh, and so if it says to sing unto the Lord a new song, there must have been some old songs that was out there. And the people just sang and didn't know, uh, didn't know Jesus like the psalmist is trying to give you the understanding of. Uh, and so when you have an understanding of who Jesus is, that's a great understanding right there. It, it just, it, it baffles me, and I know that folk fight this whole idea uh, of what, uh, who Jesus is and what salvation is all about. And, uh, and they trust in other stuff, but you really have to trust in Jesus. You just, you just can't rely on the things that you used to do. Uh, and I know that uh, you say, well, you go to the doctor. Yeah, I go to the doctor because Jesus gave us the doctor. And he gave us the plan with the doctor, and the doctor comes up with the plan to do the work for you. But I know that whatever he has to come, it won't work unless Jesus says it's going to work. And I trust in Jesus. And the doctor's just there to tell me what Jesus really told him to do. <laughs> but uh, the song goes more than what the physical uh, 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 conditions of who we are, what we are, what conditions you're in. And it's a, it's a good song to say, well, Jesus delivered me, he touched my body. That's a good song. Uh, but the new song has to do with your soul. Yes. And it, it has nothing to do with your physical part of your body. Uh, and if you go down to the verse number three, I think it's three, no, number two, he says, he had openly showed uh, in the sight of the heathen his salvation. Uh, we didn't, I didn't know I didn't know all the years that I lived on this earth up until 37 years old I did not know who Jesus is and so I won't say he was because he's always been but I had no idea and I just went along doing what I wanted to do and uh, you're talking about a merciful God <laughs> Doing what I wanted to do, and any day he could have slapped me down and said, well, don't you know whose earth this is? Don't you know who gives you the breath? Don't you know who wakes you up in the morning? I just assumed I woke up. I just assumed that that's what I was supposed to do, but Jesus illuminated my mind that there is a God, and his name is Jesus. 
That's, that's a good thing. We go so long thinking that we do things on our own. Uh, you go and, uh, as my mother used to teach, us, teach me, she said, well, you need to learn how to iron your own clothes. So I learned to iron my own shirts. And if anybody knew me back then, I only ironed the front of the shirt because I said, well, damn, I'm going to see the front anyway if I have a coat on. And that's the way I did it. And then she said, well, you need to learn how to, to eat. So you need to learn how to cook. And she taught me how to cook an egg. Now, if you can cook an egg, you can do a whole lot. You can, eat, you can at least have one meal a day, the egg. But if you can't cook an egg, and you don't know how to boil water, you're in trouble. So she showed me how to do that. And so I assumed that that was it. And I just added a little bit to that and added a little bit to that. And I went to church. I, I went to a church. I did what everybody else did. On Sunday, I went to church. And other days, I did what I wanted to do. Matter of fact, only the part when I went to church for an hour. And then after that, I still did what I wanted to do. But a merciful God. Says he has revealed salvation to the heathen. I was the heathen. I had no mind to serve the Lord Jesus Christ. I had no mind to even know who he is. And Jesus allowed me to go 37 years just like that. 37 years. And not only me, the whole world, all of those people who have not. Uh, submitted to the Lord Jesus Christ who have not acknowledged that he's God Almighty by himself all those who have never called the name of Jesus for salvation uh, we're all in the same boat uh, I thank the Lord Jesus Christ for the secrets on Friday night I mean it was a good service Friday night Boy, they cried out and I mean they cried out and Jesus was right here and he, he was actually speaking just, just a bishop, you say, just a little more, and it is just a little more. Just, 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 you know, somebody you just, just a little more going, and you got it. And, but, uh, it takes that. It takes that. Uh, when you come to the realization of who Jesus is. And that he allows you. And that's what I'm going to say allows you. Uh, he allows you to seek him. And he allows you to uh, be baptized in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of your sins. He allows that. Because I had no mind to do that. And then when I had a mind to do that, he could have said, well, no, you can't do that. I'm not going to let you do that. I I'm going to give you a mind to go do something else. And I would have just gone on down the street. And kept on going and not even thought about holiness or church or Jesus or uh, being saved. That would not have been me. But so, like so many of us, when we finally realize that Jesus is God and that the, he's the only God in the universe. And that he has come and given us an opportunity to get out of the situation that we're in. And we're in situations. I'm telling you, we're in situations. You have stuff right now, you can't get out of it. Without Jesus. 
you get locked into this thing that you call life and it ain't there. It ain't working the way you want it to work. And no matter what you do, it still doesn't work. And then you go and you say, well, I'll try something else. And it doesn't work. And then you try something else. And it doesn't work. And finally, you have an understanding. Finally, I had an understanding. I didn't have to do all of this that way. That there was another way. And that, uh, that, that another way is the only way. <laughs> you know, we try to make it up the way we want to. There's only one way. I heard a lady say yesterday uh, how they were going to be in the number. But the only way you can be in the number is to be in the number. To be with Jesus. And the only way that you can be with Jesus is through the baptism in the name of Jesus Christ for remission of your sins. Get in an altar and call in the name of Jesus until it fills you with the Holy Ghost. That's the only way you can get in. And see, once your mind gets that message, that's the beginning of your new life. You don't even have life until Jesus gives it to you. I mean, you can go on and you can be the richest person in the world, but you'll be chasing it all over the world trying to satisfy yourself, trying to feel that thing in your stomach that ain't there, the void. That's missing. The same, it's a, it, it, it's a void when you're on the French Riviera laying in the sun on a $90 million yacht. It's the same void of walking in the open of the refrigerator door and can't even find something to eat because you don't know what to eat. It's a void because you want to satisfy something. And the thing that you're really trying to satisfy is not the physical part, it's your spiritual part. That's what's empty. Jesus came and he offered salvation to the heathen. <laughs> Those who had no mind to serve a living God. Those who had no mind, we, we didn't even have an opportunity to do it. But when Israel closed the door and said they don't want to be bothered, Jesus said, well, come on. I, I'm glad he told me to come on. I'm glad he gave me an opportunity. I'm glad he gave me the mind. Because, see, you, don't, you can't do this on your own mind. And if you try to fight it, it makes it even worse. When Jesus gives you the mind, and you want to say, well, no, I don't, I don't want it. That's not a good thing. <laughs> it's, it's not good to say no to Jesus. The one who woke you up this morning. The one who gives you the breath of life. The one who regulates your mind so that you can actually eat food. Because you know there's a lot of people sitting out there that don't even know how to eat. The mind goes. And they don't even know they're hungry. And someone has to feed them. But Jesus gives a mind. That, 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 that's, that's a mind to do that. Uh, but then he, when he gives you that sound mind, the sound mind to realize that you need to be born again. The sound mind to understand that there is a better way than I've been doing all this time. Jesus is the only one that has the better way. And I want to say best way because we're only comparing it to two. It's the better way. 
It's the only way compared to the bad way that you've been living your life all the time. And what I'm really trying to get to is, is the new song. Because, <laughs> see, if you don't have Jesus, you don't have a song to sing. You don't have a song. But if you have Jesus living down on the inside of you, you'd be like the folk here. I have a song. I have a praise. I have a thank you, Jesus. I have a, Jesus is my God. I have a, a hallelujah on that side I have it coming from the inside of me. I, I didn't have a hallelujah before I was born again. I didn't even know the word hallelujah. <laughs> I didn't even want to say the word hallelujah. I was like everybody else. I just sit there like a bump on the log. And I sat there and I didn't, the preachers were preaching and I would just sit there. But when the Lord Jesus Christ, when he allowed me, when he gave me that opportunity, and I'm telling you, he gave me the opportunity because, see, I had no mind. I, I, I was living my life the way I wanted to live it. And the word said, there is a way that seems right unto a man. It seemed right to me to do what I was doing. But there was no progress in it. Way that seems right to a man, but the end thereof are the ways of death. Boy, you talking about somebody that delivered me out of something? Jesus did it. He gave me a new song. He says, because he has done marvelous things. Marvelous things. When I compare the things that I was doing, he's done marvelous things in my life. And he's no exception. He, he, he's no respecter of persons. What he's done for me, he'll do for you. All you have to do is submit to him. That's, that's, singing is the hardest thing for a man to do. Nobody wants to submit to anything. And for a man, it's even harder, I guess, because he said, I don't want nobody telling me what to do. <laughs> that, that seems to be the line that men use. But somebody tell you, well, go to bed. Your mama tell you, go to bed. Well, I'm a grown man. I, don't, I go to bed and I don't want to go to bed. You can't tell me when to go to bed. <laughs> and the next thing he'll tell you, he said, well, you need to get your own place. <laughs> and if you really get your own place, then you leave. But if you're not ready to get your own place, then you run and get in that bed. <laughs> like I told my sons, I, I don't want you coming in my house after midnight. And either they get their own place or they come in the house before midnight. And it works for a little while, but once you, you, you're grown, you say, well, I don't have to listen to what you tell me to do. I, 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 I can do I'm a grown person. I can do what I want to do. And for some reason, we have the same attitude towards Jesus Christ. I don't want to submit to a holy God. I don't want to live holy. I don't want to get on my knees and call Jesus. Well, the scripture says you're going to go on to hell. <laughs> you're going to have to submit yourself. You're going to have to, you have to take low. You, you have to get to the point where I don't know nothing. I don't know anything. But I'm willing to learn. I'm willing to get at the altar and call the name of Jesus. Because I realize that he has the authority. He has what I want. 
And it has nothing to do with a car. It has nothing to do with a house. It has nothing to do with a wife or a husband. It has to do with your soul. Because see, your soul is the only thing that's going to live on. See that thing down inside of you. Some of you sitting up here looking at me and you saying, no crazy man. Well, that's inside you. And it's going to be inside you until you express it. Or you may say, well, it's too cold in here. Well, that's how you're inside. That's when you feel it. That's your schema. You call it a schema. It's your sum of everything who you are that's inside of you. In other words, your soul. And, 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 and it's your soul that's going to live on somewhere. <laughs> See, you're not going to live in the shell that you're in right now. All your life. And I've been in this shell coming on 76 years, over 76 years. Going on, I'm going on 77. This shell. And it's getting older. Uh, but the real me is inside the shell. And I don't even know how old that is. <laughs> but I know that it only came alive. It only came alive to live because the word says, let my soul live and then shall praise thee. And let my soul live and I shall have a new song. And that's my new song. That Jesus saved me. Jesus saved me. Jesus saved me. A new song that said, he has done marvelous things. Uh, he says, he's done marvelous things in my life. And I want to tell it. I, I don't want to hold it back. You know, if you get me five seconds, I mean, you give me an opening, I'm going to tell you. He says, sing unto the Lord, make a joyful noise unto the Lord. All the earth. He says, make a loud noise. He says, and rejoice and sing praise. Sing unto the Lord with the heart and with the harp and the voice of a song, with trumpets and the sound of a cornet, make a joyful noise before the Lord. And then he tells you who he is. He says, before the Lord, the king. <laughs> the king. The king is coming. Because he says, I'm, I'll come quickly. The king is coming. The king is coming. That's how we understand it in the, in the earth. The king is coming. There's nobody above the king. He has all authority. Hallelujah. Jesus. 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 And he says, let the sea roar. And the fullness thereof. The world and they that dwell therein. He says, the floods clap their hands. Let them clap their hands. Have you ever been and listened to the, the water when it starts to go Making that clapping noise. That's what he's talking about. The psalmist is saying, see, nature knows how to do all of that. But see, we don't have a man to say hallelujah. But nature knows how to do that. You walk out the door out there and you hear the birds go chip, 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 chip. They know how to do that. But it, it's man that can't get it right. I can't, I couldn't get it right. Matter of fact, I was such a wallflower, I wouldn't even dance and go to, I would go all the way to the dance and stand on the wall and watch them dance. And sometimes I would go ask somebody to dance. And I didn't want to dance fast. I wanted to dance slow. And see, I was back then when people used to hold each other and dance, you know. <laughs> I wanted to dance slow because, see, if I danced fast, you knew that I had three left feet. 
you, it was obvious that I didn't I had no rhythm. I had none of that. I didn't want nobody to know. So then he just said, Well, I'll be on the wall. And when I can find a little slow dance to come along, they stop running and dancing, jumping up and down. Then I would go find somebody and I would dance with them. And if I was in love with that person like I was with Sister Scudder, I would grab her close <laughs> and dance with her. <laughs> That's, that's the way we were brought up. And, 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 but I had no rhythm. I, I didn't have no happiness in that sense. But when Jesus came along, <laughs> when Jesus filled me with the Holy Ghost, I, I had it right on the inside of me. And it just wanted to come on the outside of me. It wanted to come out in the form of a praise. I had a hallelujah. <laughs> That's who Jesus is. He says, let the hills be joyful together before the Lord, for he cometh to judge the earth. See, Jesus, because he's delayed his coming, and one writer says, we miss that word where he says, I come quickly. He, the writer says, one writer says, he's really already on his way. It, it, the word should be, I'm coming. <laughs> I, I don't know. I'm not going to argue with it one way or the other. Uh, but if you look at it like that, you know that Jesus is actively moving towards this. And I'm saying it's actively moving toward this because he's not going to let the saints stay here in this situation. Uh, it's, it's a horrible thing. Uh, all these people are losing their lives. Uh, there's so many guns out there. There's probably more guns. Well, I know there are more guns than there are people. And some of these people have 20 and 30 guns. But you only need one to kill somebody with. And, and, and they're out here. And, and this area is even crazier. I feel sorry for the young people. I feel sorry for the old people. I feel sorry for all those who don't belong to the Lord Jesus Christ. You don't, you don't, have, you don't have a shield. You don't have one that's looking, for, looking out for you. You're just gambling yourself out there. Uh, but the folk are taking people out here so fast. Uh, and I say that uh, the Lord's not going to let us stay here in this environment like that. Uh, he doesn't have, he, he, he didn't save us for this. And he saved us that we don't have to be bothered with it. And one day he's going to come. And he's going to call church. And this is scripture. He says he's going to call his church out. He's not going to even come. He's not even going to come to the earth because of all the sin that's here. Not even going to come to the earth. He's going to call church out. And the church is going to be, as we use the word rapture, we're going to be caught up with the Lord Jesus Christ. Caught up. And it has nothing to do with your physical body. Your physical, because your physical can't go into to the kingdom anyway. Flesh and blood can't make it, so this won't go nowhere. This is going. This goes back to the dust. I mean, we have a, a funny understanding of what this thing is. This is just the shell you live in. It's going to go back to the dust. You go to the, anybody's funeral, you see that the the the, uh, the body sitting there. And it's lifeless. There's nothing in it. No life. You can take a pen and stick in anything you want to. 
There's no life in it. But that that the person that lived in that shell is alive. Now, if he belongs to Jesus Christ, he stepped over into his, his body, his mansion. That's what Jesus promises us. He says he goes to prepare a place for you. Now, where I am, you're going to be there too. Then he says, in my father's house are many mansions, many dwelling places. And that's what he's going to give you. He's going to give us a dwelling place. Because, see, this body goes back to the dust. And what, what's left hanging in the balance is your soul. Soul has to live somewhere. Now, if you don't want to belong to Jesus, you don't want to live in a mansion, you don't want to live in your new body, then you're going to go to hell. Because, see, that's the other promise. If you, if you don't want to go with Jesus, he, the soul's got to go somewhere. It's got to go somewhere. Either you go with Jesus or you go to hell with Satan and his host. Because, see, we've lived like Satan for years. <laughs> we, we, we've answered to him for years. We still, some people still try to fall back into it through no power of their own. They, they misfocus on who Jesus is and, and they, they kind of fall back into that thing. But the mercy of Jesus Christ he comes along and he slaps you out of your craziness. And that's a good thing. It wakes me out of my sleep. He says, come on, you can do better than this. I've got better for you. And then he, 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 he restores you to the point where, yes, thank you, Jesus. Because you realize that you were just slipping and slipping and slipping until someone came along and caught you up and, 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 and got you back on the right track. And for that, you praise him. See, that's your song. That's, that's part of your song. And, and you want to sing praises to Jesus. I was, I was lost, but now I'm found. <laughs> Jesus has come along and he's delivered me. He's given us a song. And we all have a song. The Lord Jesus Christ says that in the book of Revelations. Uh, we taught this lesson a few times. Uh, Revelation 5 and 9 says, they sung a new song saying, he says, thou art worthy. <laughs> thou art worthy. He says, you can take the book and open the seals thereof. For thou wast slain and hast redeemed us to God by the blood out of every kindred and tongue and the people and the nation." 14 and 3 says, and they sung a song as they were a new song before the throne. That's a song. And, and, and it's going to be many folks singing a, singing a song similar. Our new songs. Now, I can't sing the song for you, but you can't sing the song for me either. But you're going to be singing the song, and I'm going to be singing the song. And Jesus is so powerful and so magnificent, he's going to hear every song individually. He's going to know individually because he said he knows, he, can, he knows every hair on your head. <laughs> if he knows every hair on your head, believe me, he can separate every song that you sing because that's who he is. He's God Almighty. All of our services are for one intent that someone might say yes to the will of the Lord Jesus Christ who said that he will that all men be saved and come into the knowledge of the truth. That's to the women too. He says come into the knowledge of the truth the truth is you got to be born again. you got to be born of the water and of the spirit. 
baptized in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of your sins and getting at an altar and calling the name of Jesus until he fills you with the precious gift of the Holy Ghost. Are you here today, man or woman, boy or girl? We do invite you to come. 